Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Optimum You podcast. My purpose for this show is to explore the patterns and principles of the natural design of humans. And like having the right tool for the job, the only way to get consistent, positive results from anything is to cooperate with its design. to the Optimum You podcast. Um, thanks for hanging with me as I go on this journey of uh, learning the podcast environment, this platform. Um, I, I did enjoy making the previous episode. Um, I have the personality type that is totally fine with talking about myself all day long. Uh, so this is probably a good platform for me to use. However, I don't want to just talk about me. I want to talk about... Uh, us, all of us, the way we are made, the way we are designed, how we can learn, understand, and cooperate with that design for better results. And that is the point of this podcast is to help you better understand that. So let's let's move into the, the next topic. Last, last episode, we talked about truth must be reckoned with. And so I'm hoping to be able to Uh, drop some truth bombs on you over the next however long, um, both through myself, any guests that I have, and um, uh, interactions with my audience. So let's move on. There are five systems of natural design of humans, okay? And those five systems include uh, physical, intellectual, emotional, relational, and spiritual. Okay, so I'm going to do a quick overview of those five things. And, um, and this is, you know, this is to the, to the best of my understanding, best of my knowledge, as I uh, have learned thus far, um, I'm on, I'm on this continual journey of, of increasing my understanding of this subject matter. Um, and I, I just think it's so important that I kind of document the journey and share the journey because um, what what fun is a journey if no one's on it with you? You know, you don't want to go all by yourself. I also think that part of the journey that I'm going to be experiencing is in um, – sharing it and and sharing it is going to help me better understand it. Um, I do know from experience that teaching things helps you learn them better. That's kind of one of, one of my philosophies uh, about learning and, and we'll get there. So um, let's, let's get to the, the overview of the five systems of human design. Okay. So in, in the physical, um, this is an area that is probably one of the best places to start transformation. Uh, most of the time, the you know our our physical bodies are the are the places where we can see the most rapid change, both positive and negative. Um, so there's four pieces of this part of the puzzle, okay? And the the four things that that need to be respected and cooperated with in in the physical system are sleep, stress, diet, and exercise. Now, I'm sure that everybody that's listening to this understands that when you 
consume more calories than you burn, you gain weight. And vice versa. If you can burn more calories than you consume, you can lose weight. Now, these are there are some fundamental realities of our physiology that um, are undeniable and that we all know with our, you know, with our head. And um, some of us have a difficult time putting that into practice. Okay. So this is, this is an area that, that has uh, challenged me personally um, because growing up, I was scrawny all the way through high school. I, you know, I was, I was skinny. I had the metabolism of a hummingbird. I could literally consume anything I wanted as much of it as I wanted as often as I wanted and had no ill effects, no weight gain. Now, sometimes that was, that was a bummer to me because, you know, I wanted to be bigger and not, not so scrawny, but, but really I could, I could eat and drink whatever I wanted. Okay. And had no, no negative consequences from a, from a, uh, weight gain perspective or, you know, uh, body shape. I, I stayed. I just stayed super lean. Now, fast forward to uh, my early twenties. So I got married at the oh, the day before I turned nineteen, and uh, and that is when I started uh, having quality, delicious food cooked for me on a regular basis, and um, it went downhill from there for me. I started, I started gaining weight, and, and and all of a sudden, it it started to matter what I ate. But I had no, absolutely no good habits um, around food. I was, you know, my habit was whatever, whenever, however much I want. Okay, so that's a challenge when that's when that's the way you live, and you could do so consequence free, and then all of a sudden consequences are starting to kick in. Um, it's really hard to to shift that, and it was a little, you know, little by little by little that it happened. And all of a sudden, I wake up one day and I'm, you know, fifty pounds overweight. Uh, so that's that's an area that I've had to begin w- working on as I as I've discovered the these aspects of natural design and how they need to be cooperated with for the purpose of maintaining. Um, kind of a homeostasis uh, or, or a life balance, so to speak, is, is that I've had to begin to learn, okay, how, how does my sleep affect my physical well-being? How does my stress level affect my physical well-being? How does my diet affect my physical well-being? And how does exercise affect my physical well-being? And, uh, there were some some very real health concerns that I had um, several years ago. Uh, I I began suffering from extreme fatigue and weakness um, to to the point of being admitted to the hospital, barely able to stand, and I and there was you know no clear explanation why any of this happened, but uh, but there I was. Um, couldn't work anymore. Uh, I, I had been working, uh, you know, just a retail department manager job at a hardware store, and uh, it 
it was um, really throwing my sleep pattern for a loop because I was basically alternating back and forth between um, a very early shift and a very late shift. And that that threw my sleep patterns off. And I think that was kind of the catalyst that, that caused um, all the general big picture of my health to to um, turn into what it was. Uh, I, I think I had been just on the precipice of of this happening and this this funky sleep pattern was what really kicked it over the edge. I wasn't rev- I, I wasn't revitalizing my body through proper sleep. And so you know hormone levels went funky and um, energy levels went funky and and I ended up literally, um, I had, you know, I, I could hardly walk. I could hardly travel from my bedroom to my living room without, um, uh, I could, I couldn't travel from my bedroom to my living room without taking breaks. I had to stop. I mean, this was, we're talking, you know, maybe 20 yards, uh, tops of, of distance to travel. And I had to take multiple breaks along that, that distance to make it. And, um, and while I wasn't, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't super overweight. I, you know, I'm six foot, I was about 250 pounds. So heavy, but not, not to the point where that was the, the, the thing limiting my ability to move. It was just, I was just so, uh, out of, of energy and, I had to start using a cane to walk around. Uh, my balance was was shot, um, and so all, all kinds of stuff, right? So, so sleep was a key key factor. Um, as I went through testing and and other situations, um, uh, trying to figure out what was going on in my body, um, that was one of the key things that the doctor recommended in. Um, wanted me to regulate was getting consistent sleep patterns. So I had to, I had to create a routine of going to bed at a particular time, waking up at a particular time. And um, that really, really helped. It was, it was an extremely valuable thing. So that was, that was a part of my physical well being that I had to learn about and understand and respect is that I have uh, sleep pattern requirements my, my body says, this is what you need or else. Okay. And, and then there's, uh, in the stress, stress department. Okay. Now for me, um, I, I tend to bottle things up a lot. Um, so, so stress for me was one of those things that would, um, not affect me too badly until, it did, you know, until the bottle was full and things would explode. And then, you know, then I would have, um, it, it would be problematic. I would have physical symptoms. I had, you know, I would get migraines. I would get, uh, the heartburn and, you know, basic going to have an ulcer, but I didn't, it was, it was on the way for sure. And so, so there, there's, there's a lot of actual physical factors that play a part in um, how, how stress affects me. So, again, that was something I, 
I had to learn and understand and respect. And in my current physical makeup, um, high adrenaline, the stress of, of an excitable moment is one that that kicks my adrenaline into gear and my body doesn't process that very well. So um, I will I will get shakier than most people with when when adrenaline is pumping. I will um, you know when it was a combination of that that health problem that I was having where that I was just describing before uh, really low energy all this stuff. I had I had a, a situation where um, it, something happened and it just it totally sent my adrenaline going and all of a sudden like my legs were shaking so much like oh like cartoon style i could hardly walk it was just like wobble 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 and i you know i had to grab onto something otherwise i was going to fall down because it was just just so much of that adrenaline that uh, stress hormone flowing through my body that i that i couldn't even stand uh so so there's a lot of factors in between you know, just between sleep and stress that I have to be mindful of in my day-to-day life. And as I've been able to begin uh, regulating and balancing things, um, I am not as um, severely affected by them. But uh, the danger in that is that I become complacent if I'm not careful, and then I reach that point where I, where I get affected by them in a big way. Okay, and and so let's move on to diet. Okay, now there's the obvious side of diet that is um, what you eat and how much of it you eat. Uh, talking about weight gain or weight loss things, but there is also um, the there's food sensitivities and allergies and and things like that that I've had to um, explore and and figure out what things you know I had so I had migraines and, and headaches for a long time and and uh, through the process of doing a um, an elimination diet I discovered that uh, dairy is kind of a trigger food for me and I get I'll get headaches and and um, have problems with with my well-being, my physical well-being, if I don't respect the constraints that my body has with regard to my diet. So, um, I have I have discovered that um, kind of the the paleo or keto kind of diet is is my body's happy place to. Um, maintain me feeling good and and since I discovered that uh, I was able to you know I dropped uh, 30 pounds in a relatively short period of time simply by um, going on a paleo leaning whole 30 uh, diet and and then implementing intermittent fasting and that so so I've had to I've had to explore and learn about what what the dietary needs my my body has in order for me to um, feel good, um, not just 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 physically, just avoiding the headaches, avoiding the inflammation and the soreness when I wake up in the morning. Uh, I had you know I'd wake up 
all the time with just horrible back pain and and uh and that's that's helped me a great deal me understanding that diet matters not just uh from a calorie counting kind of perspective but quality of food it has a has a big impact on um how well my how well i feel and how well my body performs and uh, when inflammation was high from from eating, uh, you know, a lot of gluten and a lot of dairy and a lot of sugar, uh, I would wake up with a sore back frequently. I would tweak my back all the time because because that inflammation was there and and um, there's very little leeway with how my body would move in order and then and then my my muscles would would spasm up to protect my my spinal column because of the level of inflammation that was there it was at risk of getting uh, pinched or damaged according to according to my body so it would respond accordingly by clenching up all the muscles around the area to to stabilize it and prevent it from from moving in a way that was going to damage it which is very painful and and so that brings me to the fourth piece of the physical system which is exercise and and uh, something that probably uh, a great deal of us uh, struggle with at times in our lives is having is, is exercising the way we should and um, so I'll, I'll tell you one of the things that I discovered for myself is I had this mentality that um, I had to, to do it really well and I had to do it perfectly uh, both in in duration quality frequency all, all of that with with my exercise and it, and if I didn't have it all together if I didn't have my crap together I didn't you know didn't exercise every single day I joined a gym so many times I I lost count um, but I would I had this mentality that if, if I didn't do it perfectly then I couldn't do it at all and and so uh it wasn't it wasn't worth exercising if i wasn't gonna just be able to go um do something big right so it was common for me to to have you know i haven't exercised in a long time finally decided you know i'm gonna i'm gonna do it i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna get out you know maybe i'm gonna start running okay and Rather than start out by like taking a walk on a regular basis, getting the habit of routine of actually doing something, I'd go out day one and like run like five miles, and it would hurt. <laughs> you know, I would, I would, I would, I was risking damage to my body um, in the long term. My knees would want to die. Um, I'd, I'd have a the a difficult time breathing and would be coughing all the rest of the day uh, because of it. But it was like I was just in this kind of all or nothing mindset. And um, and that's a bad place to be because I my body couldn't handle me jumping into a full-blown, you know, fitness fanatic kind of routine. And because of that, I would – I would require, you know, extra recovery time. And, and it's like, 
if you have to go out day one you get your exercise and then you need three days of recovery it makes it really difficult to to get into a habit of of kind of a daily a daily discipline or every other day discipline of of doing exercise so uh the kind of the trick that i discovered that really helped me um it's it's first of all it's a mindset shift okay the mindset shift is is this something is better than nothing okay all or nothing is a bad idea um something is better than nothing because um time is going to go by you know today is going to flow into tomorrow and i can look back on today and either go um i didn't exercise at all or i did at least something and uh a little bit done consistently will get results, okay? But a lot in spurts inconsistently really doesn't get results. It just perpetuates a, a negative state of being, of feeling crappy about yourself for not following through. Okay, so my what I decided to do was, uh, my goal was to simply do I wanted to do a one a hundred push-ups every day. Now I know that seems like a lot to to jump right into, but I didn't want to do them all at once. I was like, I'll just do um kind of like ten at a time. And if I could do ten push-ups at a time ten times a day throughout the entire day, then I can get a hundred push-ups in and and that'd be cool. And um I also made it safe for myself to uh, do them however I could. So uh, what I found was the best place for me to do it was uh, I would do push-ups on the side of my bathtub. So I wasn't all the way down on the floor. I was kind of at an at an incline. Uh, it made them easier, and and I could I could do that. And and so um, something's better than nothing. I started doing push-ups every single day, uh, a few at a time throughout the day, and started getting in my my 100 push-ups. And then I found myself getting into, okay, I got my 100 done. I'd get my 100 done a little earlier in the day, each day, and I'd throw a couple extra in just to, to show myself that I could do, I could go above and beyond. And then I was getting to the point where I was able to, uh, my strength was increasing. It became easier and easier to do more push-ups at once. And so I, instead of doing 10, 10 times a day, I was doing 25, four times a day. And then I was doing uh, 25, uh, five times a day. And so I was hitting, I was, I was exceeding my, my hundred push-ups. And, um, and that was, it was working. I was getting into a habit of taking these little small breaks where time was going to pass with me either um, I don't know just farting around on my phone or doing something something unproductive uh, transitioning from you know it'd just be like I'd be um, coming back from the closet changing my shirt and I'd be like I'm gonna I'm gonna throw my do my push-ups real quick uh, to and going you know going to and from the bathroom just get them in really quick and um and so it it, you know it it took up maybe an extra 90 seconds to two minutes of whatever transitionary transitionary activity i was in um and it and it didn't 
it didn't interrupt my schedule hardly at all. So it was it was it was a great little tip for me to um, be able to begin instilling that habit. Um, plot twist though is I I got out of that habit and I decided okay now that I'm feeling better I'm feeling like I'm you know I'm feeling stronger I'm gonna start getting up in the morning and doing some kind of exercise routine so I'm trying to find a good a good app on my phone to use um, to, to do stuff and I and I started doing that and um, then so I started letting that be my exercise and I stopped kind of doing the push-ups throughout the day uh, there, there was a period of time where I was doing both and uh, but then I was like okay I'm getting my exercise in that's good I don't need to do the push-ups because uh, I'm I'm doing I'm doing push-ups in this exercise routine I'm doing other things so that's that's enough for me to do and then then I would start bumping into the um, the routine problem where you know hey it's five o'clock in the morning I don't want to get up and go out into the garage and exercise and I didn't want to work out in the garage you know I wanted to work out in the garage when I worked out because um, I was doing it early in the morning didn't want to wake anybody up in my house um, didn't I wanted to be I don't want to be in a public place where everyone was going to see me you know nobody people would leave me alone in the garage but if I was in the living room you know, my kids might wake up and then, you know, I'm self-conscious. I don't want to be exercising in front of my kids. Uh, it was, you know, just some weird BS things that I, that I tell myself. And, um, so trying to go out at five o'clock in the morning into my garage in December in Kentucky is, you know, it was cold and I didn't want to do it. And so, uh, the excuses started to flow and prevent me from going in there. Uh, also, if I made poor choices with my diet the day before, I'd be waking up and I'd be sore, have inflammation because of, of poor dietary choices, and I'd be totally unmotivated to get up and go out and exercise. And so this was another um, realization that I had. This pattern of behavior for myself was... Um, I had to exercise in the morning. It's like all these, you know, all these success things, the Instagrams and and podcasts and blogs and all these things. You know, the successful people they start their day with exercise. You know, Tony Robbins he gets up and does his his, his exercise and drinks his greens and does his cold stuff and all you know all these people that I that I looked up to they all did their stuff in the morning and I'm like okay well that's that's what I have to do to be successful. Um, newsflash, my body doesn't work that way. Okay. And that's okay. And I learned that. And so I recently started doing exercise in the afternoon. So somewhere around two thirty, three o'clock or so I is when I start feeling like I am, I need a break, need to stretch my legs, get my blood flowing. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll try it there. And man, it worked. It was like, wow, this is something that I, you know, it makes me feel good in the middle of the day. Um, and, and I always make better food choices when I, when I've been exercising. And so it, it's definitely helpful for that to, to go, okay, I'm about to exercise soon. You know, I'm doing, doing inter- intermittent fasting. I don't eat my first meal of the day until around uh, one o'clock. And if I'm going to be working out at two, you know, two thirty, three o'clock, I'm, I, I'm conscious of that. And I go out, you know, I, 
I decide to eat something that's that's better for me. I, I have less temptation, rather, is a better, better way to say it. Um, because I know that I'm going to be working out and I want to make sure I have uh, energy. I don't want to feel gross while I'm working out because then I'll be less likely to work out and or I'll be more miserable, miserable while I'm doing it. So good choice forced there. And then um, I will have worked out. And when I have worked out, I feel encouraged to make better choices with food come dinner time and stuff. So it, it actually works out to be a um, an overall really good thing for me to do in the afternoon. So, so that is the um, kind of the value that I've gotten out of of cooperating with my natural design in the system of uh, my physical well-being is getting, finding, and respecting a regular sleep pattern, uh, ensuring that I do my best to manage stress. Now, I didn't really go much into how how I manage stress, but... Um, it I'm, I'm still kind of doing it intuitively and um, don't have a lot of systems in place yet that I can share. So as soon as I as soon as I uh, increase my awareness around how to intentionally uh, manage that better instead of doing it so intuitively, I I will be sure to share those things because I know that's a big factor in a lot of people's lives is trying to manage stress. Um, and then. Uh, understanding and respecting how my body, you know, the diet that my body needs, very important for me. And then, and then my exercise. So sleep, stress, diet, and exercise, the four pieces of physical well-being in the five systems of human design. And in the next episode, we'll go into intellectual um, and talk about the different pieces of that. And that's going to be fun. That's why I really like that space. Uh, so thanks for listening again. And um, I appreciate you bearing with me as I both learn how to produce these podcasts and um, try to hopefully I can I'm, I'm keeping you engaged and, and it's it's alive enough that you're not falling asleep. Um, so if you're hanging with me, thank you very much. I really, really, really appreciate it. And I hope that um, you find this stuff valuable and I look forward to, uh, talking to you next time. So have a great day. Mm-hmm.